Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howe. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. The title is The Blessing of Faithfulness. The Blessing of Faithfulness. Can we put up nugget number one, please? I want to follow in line with what, what my bishop does. Uh, nugget number one, it says faithfulness is the concept of unfailingly remaining. I'm going to say that again. Faithfulness is the concept of unfailingly remaining loyal to someone or something and putting that loyalty into consistent practice regardless of extenuating, extenuating circumstances. This is our, our nugget number one. Can I have nugget number two, please? Nugget number two. Faith is belief and assurance of God's word and all that he has done. Faith is belief and assurance of God's word and all that he has done. Uh, nugget number three, please. The faithfulness that God calls us to have is simply a reflection of his own faithfulness. It's part of God's nature. What God is calling us to do, it is part of his nature. Next nugget, please. The six key characters, character traits of faithfulness or commitment. These are six character traits of faithfulness. They are commitment, love, long-suffering, patience, endurance, steadfastness. Steadfastness, again, these are six um, character traits that are found, found in faithfulness. Praise God. So again, as uh, my nugget one says, faithfulness is the concept of unfailingly remaining loyal. So that means un unfailingly mean you don't stop, mean you don't take a break, mean you don't back up, mean that you are continue, continue remaining loyal to a person or a, 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 a system or, 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 or it's, it's what you just remain faithful. And again, this literally is the state of being full of faith in the sense of studied devotion to a person, thing, or a concept. And as, as I was uh, preparing this message, uh, I could only think about myself, and there's others in the Bible that I'm going to be you know, talking about, but I, I would have to say that I have been uh, faithful to what God has called me. And I'm just going to kind of speak out of my heart. I have notes uh, that I'm going to uh, go by. But I want to just share with you, uh, and I'm jumping ahead of myself, that faithfulness, you can't fake it. I'm going to say that again. Faithfulness, you can't fake it. Now, I'm going to go on down. Uh, faithfulness is a part of our recreated spirit, but you, are, you either are faithful or you're not. 
I'm going to let that sink in. You know, I think, and I think sometimes people start doing some things and they want to give the appearance that they are faithful. But tonight you're going to understand the true meaning of being faithful, the true meaning of, of, of being faithful. And the, the latter part of that is it is uh, loyalty to someone or something and putting that loyalty into consistent practice regardless of uh, extenuating circumstances. Sometimes things happen and you, you want to you wanna stop, you want to back up. But no, that's not being faithful. No matter what the situation, uh, the circumstances are, you have to continue to, to move forward. You have to continue to, 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 to stay committed to the vision, stay committed to that job. Oh, man. And sometimes you, you, you get committed to a job and it's more than just going there for a, a, a paycheck. It has to be more than a paycheck because if it's just a paycheck, then you can get upset about something. Then you can just say, well, I'm going to find somewhere else to work. Wrong reasons. Wrong reason. As I said a moment ago, literally, it is the state of being full of faith in the sense of sturdy devotion to a person, thing or concept. Now, let's see what the Bible says about God's faithfulness. Psalms. 91.4, and I'm going to be reading this from the Amplified. It says, he will cover you and completely protect you with his pinions. And under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. Sometimes you, God will have to shield you from some things. And he also puts up a wall to protect you. When you are faithful to God first, then faithful to your, your, your position, faithful to your job, faithful to your employee. When you are faithful, God will do some things for you. Can we say amen? Glory to God. Second uh, Thessalonians 3, verse 3. Amplified again. But the Lord is faithful. Oh, I'll say that again. But the Lord is faithful. Who's faithful? The Lord. The Lord is faithful. And he will strengthen you, setting you on a firm foundation and will protect and guard you from the evil. Man, as I said, there are, there are benefits that, that, that you need to understand that comes, since it's more than just uh, uh, receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And, and I'm, I'm still, again, jumping ahead of myself to where, you know, the ultimate benefit is that we're going to spend eternity with Christ. But there are other benefits, there are other blessings that belongs to you as a child of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout glory to God. It says, what is the difference between faith and faithfulness? Good question. What is the difference between faith and faithfulness? Uh, which was my nugget number two. It says, faith is belief and assurance of God's word and all that he has done. Faithfulness is living in accordance with or living out that truth. Man. You have, to, you, have to, you have to live this truth out. I put this for an example. It's like a husband saying to his wife, 
Baby, you know I love you. Husbands living out the truth of that statement by act of service. It's the thing that you do. It is, it is you, you're, you're acting out upon what you are saying. So by you saying that you are faithful, that you are committed to uh, your spouse, that you are committed to your company, that you are committed to the vision, that you are committed to whatever it is that you're involved in, that no matter what, that you are, you, you put some uh, corresponding action to it. Because the Bible says faith without works is dead. It's dead. Man. In other words, oh, you got, you, you got to get this. In other words, faith leads to faithfulness. I'm going to say that again. Faith, it leads to faithfulness. Mm. Yeah, it leads to faithfulness. In Galatians 5, Apostle Paul talks about faithfulness as the fruit of the recreated spirit. And Bishop has been teaching on uh, the spirit, how the body and the spirit are separate. So you have to do something with your mind. And, and, and I love when he was saying that uh, when you get saved, nothing happened. You know, if you are a certain pound, once you got saved, after you got saved, you still that same pound. Uh, if you have hair before you got saved, uh, you'll have hair after you got saved. If you didn't, you won't. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. So Apostle Paul is saying it is part of our recreated spirit. So faithfulness, listen to this, faithfulness is something that God works in us by his spirit. Faithfulness is something that God works in us by his spirit. And as I said a moment ago, uh, you don't have to work it up. You don't have to work it up. And sometimes uh, as I've been around Harvest Church for a little, for a little time, and sometimes people ask me, uh, you know, how do I do it? How do I do it? And, and I'm, I'm not struggling with what my answer is. But my first priority is submitting myself to God. And then I submit under the leadership that he has placed me under. But what helps me is to, to first submit myself to God and then to know that my man of God is submitted himself to God. And that makes it easy. Now, now, the Bible said no one is perfect. But the thing that I love about my bishop, he's quick to say that, that, that he was wrong about something. And, and, and that, that, that shows the humanity that he have but it also shows the respect that he has for the individual and the respect that he has for God. So it makes it, makes it easy for you to, uh, to submit. It makes it easy for you to last a long time in your, your position or where you may be, first of all, by being submitted to God. If, if, if anything, that will be the key. That will be the key is to stay committed, stay faithful, to God 
And as I said, it is a part of your recreated spirit. Uh, another one of uh, one of my favorite uh, scriptures is Romans 12, 1 and 2. Uh, you know, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies to God, a living sacrifice. And I love in parts two, it said that we must renew our mind. Renew our mind with the word of God. You can't think like the world and stay faithful to any position. Because <laughs> the world say, man, you can't talk to me like that. I ain't got to put up with that. But you have to we have you have to renew your mind with the word of God. And when you renew your mind with the word of God, God begin to work those things out of you, begin to work some things in you, which is long suffering. And sometimes it takes long suffering. But know that God, oh, I love it, that God has set a guard around you. And sometimes he may have to set up a wall in front of you to protect you. I don't have to fight my battles. I don't have to fight my battles. He, he got me but because I, I trust him. I trust him. I trust him. I trust him. Man, I said earlier, as a matter of fact, you cannot pretend to be faithful. Oh, hear, hear this. Only a soul that is under direction or submitted to a recreated spirit can reflect a life of faithfulness. I'm going to say that again. Um, only a soul that is under direction or submitted to a recreated spirit. Your recreated spirit can reflect a life of faithfulness. Man. You have to work on it day by day. But how do you work on it? With the word. See, it takes the word of God to rule out some things in your life that you may have grown up with. It takes the word of God to put some new things on the inside of you. It takes the word of God to, to renew your mind. Because again, if you don't renew your mind, if you had a temporal or short fuse before you got saved, if you don't allow the Holy Spirit to work with you, you still going to have a short fuse after you've gotten saved. Because you think about it, <laughs> you've been unsaved a lot of time longer than you've been saved. So, so, and, and, and we've, we've learned some things. We've learned some things from, from family. We've learned some things from the neighborhood. We learned some things from those that we admire in the, uh, in, in our neighborhood. So therefore, we have to, we have to unlearn some things. And there's nothing wrong with unlearning some things. Uh oh. And I think sometimes it's a little difficult for the male species. The female sometimes can, can make that, 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 that turn. But sometimes it's, it's the man has to, he, he really has to renew his mind. Because now again, it doesn't mean that you're going to become a wimp. Because I'm still a man. I'm a man's man. But I am submitted under another man-man. And I was raised by a man, man. So the, the, the transition was a little, and, and that's something that I, I, I think I shared with people also, you know, because Bishop, he's a, a military man. 
he was raised by his father, and he's a, you know, he's a, he's a no-nonsense type of guy. He's a firm guy. And as a kid growing up, that's the way my father was. Well, actually, I, try to, I tell my wife that my father is like that, was like that, and the way she, uh, he's up in age now, and when my wife look at him, he's like, no, not dad. I said, oh, yeah, dad. And so that transition was easy when I left his house, and then I came to Kansas City, and then I started submitting myself under Bishop. And I also, uh, one of the things that I teach uh, some of the men I, I tell them sometimes, don't wear your, your, your feelings on your sleeve. Because sometimes some things could be said that may be hard or harsh, but again, you have to look at what is it that's something that he's trying to sometimes get out of you, that's something he's trying to get in you. Now, now here's it, when I said that, I, had, I have to correct myself. Now, I don't want anyone thinking that I have a hard bishop. He is a man's man. And, and that's, certain, that's a certain thing that he respects. He commands uh, 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 respect, and he's, he's a man of authority. And he, he raises, if you see his sons, <coughs> excuse me, he raises men. And if you can't take a little chastising, <laughs> I'm going to save that one. But if you can't take a little chastisement, something's wrong with you, man. Because that's what makes you. And that is what's going to make our boys, our young men. We can't handle them with kid gloves. There comes a time where you have to, uh, uh, mothers, you have to release your boys to your father, to their father. And I know you, some of you may say, well, the father's not in his home. Well, you have to uh, 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 turn them over to a godly man. A true godly man. And if you're in a church, a good church home, like Harvest Church, Kansas City, Harvest Church, Topeka, Harvest Church, St. Joe, or Harvest Church, St. Louis, if you're in, in those areas, there are strong men that, you, that it, it is okay to have your sons uh, to submit themselves under that leadership. Can we say amen? <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Nugget number three. The faithfulness that God calls us to have, I said it earlier, is simply a reflection of his own faithfulness. God's faithfulness is his perfect loyalty and consistency in being true to his name. His character and his word is part of God's nature. It is part of God's nature. Mm. God's faithfulness in his, is his perfect loyalty and consistency. When we were yet sinners, he gave his perfect best. Jesus. God always shows us how we are to live in this day and age. There are so many things that are going on. 
And so many people are not being faithful to what they've been called to. But I'm here tonight to let you know that there are blessings in faithfulness. And as I said earlier, you can't, you can't fake it. Oh, let me, let me say this. Being faithful, a lot of time, it won't coincide with your natural flesh. Okay, I, I, I hear you. <clears throat> if you're going to submit to your flesh tomorrow and the day after, you'll lose your job. Because faithfulness, it takes something. Even when you don't feel like it, even when you don't want to, you still do what you are called to do. Why? Because faithfulness is a part of you. <clears throat> it's a part of you. Man. As I said, you can't fake it. You can't fake it. You are faithful or not. And I love that my wife, it's okay that I'm faithful. Oh, because not only am I faithful over here with the job, I'm also faithful at home. And my wife know that I work hard. And when I get home, she'll say, baby, go ahead and rest or go ahead and sit down. And if I come in and I see something, I have to take care of it. Because I've been conditioned to do that. And, 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 and she appreciates the, the toolage that I have received from my bishop. But as I said earlier, I received it also from my father because that was things as a kid and, and, I, and really, I didn't understand it. At that time, at that age, I didn't understand why my dad was so hard, why he was, why he was nagging. But as I got older, I began to understand. He was putting something in me that I would need not only to be in the ministry, but unto, unto God. And I had to stick to it because I've been serving God for 30 years. Wow. 30 years. And there have been things and challenges, <clears throat> challenges that I have experienced and gone through. But I had to stay faithful to God. And I will say this, that God has always seen me through. He's always seen me through. There are benefits in faithfulness. Nugget number four. 
So let me talk about the six key character traits of faithfulness. I gave you all six, but with the time I have, we won't be able to go through all of them. But the first one is commitment. Commitment is an internal act, an act of heart and mind, of dedicating oneself to something. In the biblical sense, it is dedicating oneself to the Lord, his kingdom and his will. And this was one of the primary traits of anyone that was used by God. We see it in King David. We see it in the life of Joshua, Moses, Daniel, and also in the life of Paul. And every man and woman of God that was used by God was committed to God, his kingdom, and his work. Again, commitment. Commitment. As you read through the Bible, you're going to see men and women of God that was committed to God's kingdom. And it is no different in this day and age that you have to be committed. You have to be committed to God. You have to be committed to a calling. And you have to be committed to your principles. God is an awesome God. He's an awesome God. And tonight, what I would want you to leave here with is faithfulness, again, is the concept of unfailingly remaining loyal. And as I said, the title of my message was uh, Blessings of Faithfulness. Blessings of Faithfulness. And the key blessing of faithfulness is submitting yourself to God. And the best benefit that you can get is to know that you are going to be with Christ for eternity. Wow, what an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach, 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.